Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 59 of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Tech Reputation. Tech Reputation offers IT business owners a simple and effective way to manage, acquire, and market their positive reviews online. In addition, the online dashboard includes the ability to enter your company details once and have it published automatically to over 60 directory and review sites and keep it updated, synchronized, and without duplication. For a 14-day free trial, visit techreputation.com TSB for 10% off your setup and monthly subscription with a no-risk 30-day money-back guarantee. That's techreputation.com TSB. It's also brought to you by Tech Blog Builder. Tech Blog Builder is the blog writing service for IT businesses. We craft content that converts website visitors into customers with 100% unique, SEO-ready, professionally written blog posts delivered on a consistent basis. Learn more at techblogbuilder.com. On today's episode, we have Doug Hazelman, who is the VP of Technical Marketing at Cloudberry. We're going to chat about communities and how they can help you as a business owner. What are the benefits of joining a different communities? What are the different types of communities that are out there? And how can you participate in these communities to get the maximum value out of them? We'll answer all those questions and so much more coming up right now. Hey everyone, welcome to the Computer Business Marketing Show. If you own or work in an IT services business, this is the place to learn how to get more clients, keep them happy, and grow your revenue. You can watch, download, and or subscribe to all show episodes at computerbusinessmarketing.com. You can also catch our live stream on Facebook every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Just be sure to like the TechSite Builder Facebook page and click the following tab, then select see first so that the live stream will jump to the top of your news feed. On today's episode, uh, this is actually a pre-recorded episode, so we do not have the live stream for this episode, unfortunately. Um, actually, right now I am away at National Guard training, the two weeks of National Guard that I do every year. Um, so this year I decided to pre-record a couple interviews and then make those available to you guys while I'm away. So this is the first one. This is an interview with Doug Hazelman who is uh, the um, VP of Technical Marketing at Cloudberry. And uh, he's going to talk about uh, the benefit of communities and how you can leverage communities to grow your business, get your questions answered, and build your own business and market your own business. So there's definitely a marketing angle here, but it's it's a lot of business development and a lot of just uh, you know talking about the benefits of communities. We'll also talk about some great communities you can join and uh, and all of that good stuff. So before we do that, just want to talk about our first sponsor for this episode, and that is Tech Reputation. Tech Reputation is a way that you can easily generate more online reviews for your IT business. Um, so the way they do that is, uh, the first way is that uh, it allows you to generate more positive reviews by automatically sending a message either via email or text to your customers. Um uh, uh, using different triggers, you know, they integrate with Zapier or they integrate with um, uh, Repair Shopper or some other uh, different products that you might be using. And uh, anytime someone's done with service, it, it can automatically trigger or you can trigger it yourself. An email that gets sent to your client asking, you know, hey, would you like to review us? Um, it asks, you know, hey, did you have a good experience with us? If you say yes, great. It then takes them to 
uh, the review services of your choice so that they can leave a review for you um, on any of those public places. Or if it is a, if it is a not so good review, then it will allow you to receive those complaints first before the person uh, would end up leaving a bad review. Um, that way you can get back to the person and help remediate whatever issues they're having. Um, that way you can reduce the number of negative reviews you have and then only get reviews posted if they had a good experience with you. Once you start generating those reviews, then inside Tech Reputation's dashboard, you can manage and monitor all of those reviews in one single pane of glass. You can see how you're, you're doing. You can see if you need to increase your good reviews yeah, or, or whatever. Um, and, and it kind of gives you one uh, thousand foot level view of how your different online reviews are doing. And then you can also get alerts when you get new reviews. So that's a great way to, um, you know, if you do get a negative review, if you, you get a review that requires clarification, um, before you'd have to check all the different places yourself. Now um, you, you can get a alert, an alert through Tech Reputation and it lets you know when you get a new review. Then you can go in and check it out, respond to it if you need to. You can do all of that through Tech Reputation. Finally, um, a couple other things Tech Reputation does. It allows you to see um, your business information online and make sure it's accurate. So all of the different places your business can be listed online, places like you know Google, Local, Facebook, Yelp, uh, a bunch of different local directories um, uh, and social media directories and, and platforms. Your business is listed on all of those places. Tech Reputation will aggregate it all and make sure your business information is correct and accurate so that people can find you. That also has an SEO benefit for you. Um, and the last but not least, uh, one cool aspect of Tech Reputation, it, it allows you to aggregate all of your on online reviews and then make those visible on your website. So uh, we actually have an integration between Tech Reputation and Tech Site Builder so that uh, if you join uh, Tech Reputation, you log into your Tech Site Builder dashboard, you can connect the two, and then you could automatically have all of your online reviews feed in to your Tech Site Builder website. Um, Tech Reputation also has integrations with lots of other platforms. So uh, it's a great way to um, leverage those positive reviews. You can publish them to your website, to different social media accounts, and it makes it look nice and neat uh, and, uh, and makes it really easy. So it kind of automates all of that stuff for you. Uh, and they uh, have been um, nice enough to offer the listeners of this podcast a great deal. If you go to techreputation.com slash TSB, you'll be able to get 10% off not only your setup fee, but also the monthly payment that you make to Tech Reputation platform. You can get 10% off all of that, including your 15-day free trial and your 30-day money-back guarantee. So this is on top of all of the other great stuff that they offer. Uh, just be sure to go to techreputation.com slash TSB and then use the coupon code TSB10 to take advantage of that discount. We thank Te Tech Reputation for being a sponsor of the Computer Business Marketing Show. All right, guys, let's go ahead and jump into the featured interview for today. For this one, I'm really excited. This is going to be an interesting topic that we're going to talk about here with uh, Doug Hazelman, who is the VP of Technical Marketing at Cloudberry, which is the number one cross-platform cloud backup solution. And we're going to be talking with Doug today about the benefits of communities, the different types of communities that are out there, 
uh, and and how being parts of communities and participating in in different communities can help you grow your business, help you market your business, and and have lots of different other benefits for your business. So this is going to be an interesting one. I know a lot of you guys know about this podcast because of the Facebook community. Uh, and the other, some of the other communities that are online. Um, so you, you guys might know some of the benefits of communities, but we'll kind of dig into, uh, for those of you who aren't uh, in that Facebook group, kind of dig into some of the benefits of that and also some of the other communities that, that are out there that you might not know about. So, uh, hey, Doug, welcome and thanks for being on the show. Great. Thanks for having me on, Matt. Pleased so, to be here. Yeah, yeah, definitely great to have you. Uh, so before we kind of dig into the community side, I always love to just kind of get a little uh, backstory and information on my guests. If you could uh, briefly tell folks kind of where, uh, you know, where you got your start and how you ended up uh, where you are now at Cloudberry. Sure. So I've, I've had a, a long career, I guess you could say, at least it seems long to me at some point, but uh, started off, you know, way back when, you know, doing uh, some Lotus Notes work and then delved into consulting for a while. Um, and then I really found the, the world of software startups and um, found, found a startup that, uh, you know, focused on, you know, Windows and, and Windows technologies and uh, had a great time there, did that. Uh, in that, that company ended up getting sold. Um, fast forward about a year later after that, um, you know, I, I had left soon after the acquisition uh, but fast forward, the same founders just started up another company, this company called Veeam Software. And <clears throat> when I heard that they were starting up a new company, you know, I, I, I love the, the experience of the past. So decided, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to join this again, have no idea what we're going to do, um, how we're going to do it. But, uh, you know, let's let's you know try to make this thing successful. And <clears throat> that was, you know, over 11 years ago. And Veeam now is uh, they're, they're just doing great. They're going to hit a. a over a billion dollars in, in revenue this year, um, and you know the the team and, and everyone else you know behind it is, is still a great team. Uh, but from my standpoint, you know, kind of talking about that startup world, I, I kind of realized um, Veeam had had way surpassed the startup, and uh, I was out looking for some new challenges. So uh, the founders of Veeam actually told me about Cloudberry um, and said, "Hey, you know, we you might have there might be a fit here to help them build." Uh, community around managed service providers. Uh, and the reason they, they thought of me for that is at Veeam, I really got involved in the community around virtualization. Um, you know, that was kind of the early days of Twitter when it first started off. And there were a lot of people that we all joined together um, on, on Twitter and at events and those types of things and, and built a, a really great community of not just customers, but also vendors and, and partners um, you know, and it was it just kind of gelled around this common technology. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of my charge here at Cloudberry is to see if I can do something similar <laughs> um, it, around managed service providers and the IT services business in general. Uh, so that's uh, that's why I'm I'm here today talking to you and, and why I do a lot of the things that I do uh, here at Cloudberry. Interesting. So, um so when you were at Veeam, was that your role or is that just kind of something you, you fell into or started doing? <laughs> it, it's something I, I really fell into. Uh, you know, when I started, um, you know, I was the only pre-sales engineer um, at Veeam. And, you know, I, I built essentially the, got, got started the pre-sales engineer side. Um, and in so doing that, you know, that's when I kind of got involved in Twitter and, and going to the different events, uh, fell into this idea of community. And, it was, you know, kind of through that, um, and also because I, 
I worked well with the press and with the analysts that I did a lot of our press briefings as well as analyst briefings. So it just kind of, it, it was a role that I just kind of morphed into um, and, and then, you know, ended up building a team um, of, you know, global evangelists um, around, around that type of role. So hmm. that was, you know, there was no definition when we started off. There was no right. idea that that's what I was going to do. It just kind of, you know, that's one of the things I love about startup world is, Hey, you know, you do a lot of different things and then eventually you're going to gel into one thing and see where it takes you. Very cool. So this, this whole idea of community building um, as, a, as a way to build a company and also as a, just a, something that you do uh, as a, maybe you know, an MSP owner or a business owner, um, that, that feels to me like it's a new thing. In your experience, has that been something that's been new or is it just something that maybe uh, was something that happened offline that's now coming online with social media and stuff? What has kind of been your experience of the evolution of the, this type of uh, community building? Yeah, I think, you know, from community building and, and I think it's always been around, um, you know, especially within the sales world. Um, you know, a, a lot of the sales salespeople at, at different companies, they, they all know each other. They might compete, but they still know each other. They meet at events and those types of things. Um, but technology is, has definitely helped. And, and that's why I mentioned Twitter, um, because, you know, Twitter was just kind of getting its start, um, you know, get, getting rolling. You know, this is before. Um, we had, you know, tweets from presidents and those types of things. Um, so it was, it was in the early days. And, right. you know, it just so happened that a lot of the, the bloggers around virtualization were on Twitter, um, you know, use a couple of hashtags and all of a sudden you find all these people that share common interest. Uh, and it was, it was very easy to, to basically get involved. Now, you know, on the MSP side, you know, there's different areas um, from a technology perspective where, where people hang out and look for answers. Uh, you mentioned Facebook. There's a, several different good Facebook groups to, to get involved in. Um, I noticed Reddit, uh, you know, is, is, is a great resource as well, um, you know, typically for, for questions and answers. Um, and then there's a lot of podcasts so that, that are focused okay. on the IT services business uh, like yours. Um, and we actually just launched one a couple of weeks ago called MSP Voice, uh, where, you know, we're talking to um, MSPs um, about their business and, you know, any advice they have for, for people you know, who are in the business and, and, you know, have some questions or who, are, who think they might just be wanting to get started. Um, so, you know, it's, it's basically just about hearing, hearing from that, that IT services business, managed services business uh, people to, to help, you know, people get to know each other. Right. So, so that's kind of leading into my next question, which is, um, you know, what, what are the benefits of joining a community? Because I, you know, <laughs> we, we only have so much time, right. Yeah. In, in the day. And, uh, and we're focused on growing our business and building our business and getting clients and marketing and and then you know fixing the computers or doing the <laughs> consulting. Um, I, I can hear people listening to this saying, you know, no, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> you know, I don't have time to 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 be sitting there, you know, chatting with other people or or, or whatever. So, mm-hmm. um, talk to me a little bit about what you've seen, uh, some of the tangible benefits of of being parts of these these communities uh, are. Yeah, so it, it definitely is a balance, right? You you can't just sit on on Twitter and Facebook all day. Um, you know, it's you've got to. Yeah, it is, but you, you have you have to disconnect um, uh, to a certain extent. But uh, from a, from a business perspective, you know, if you're coming in from the technical side, being part of that that community can definitely help, especially if you have questions. Um, you know, if you're looking at a new uh, Voice over IP solution. You can you can ask the community for help. You know, saying, "Hey, what's worked for you? What what hasn't?" Um, so that there's there's that type of of request. But then also from a friendship 
and kind of camaraderie basis. Um, you know, you might meet someone online, you know, you communicate a couple of times and then you go to an event, you know, whether it's, you know, a, an industry trade show for one of the vendors, um, something like ASCII or, you know, Robin Robbins, one of those types of things. And you go to it and then you actually meet the people in person um, and you realize, hey, you know, we share common interest um, and, you know, you become friends, um, whether it's, you know, let's go out and have a beer together or go to dinner or whatever. Um, right. You know, you kind of find that, you know, you have some common interests because you're in the same business. Um, you know, you, you may not, you may not live down the street from each other. Uh, but, you know, guess what? It's when you, when you go to events, you're like, Hey, you know, I'd like hanging out with you at the last event. Let's, let's meet up again. Um, so, you know, you kind of, you form these relationships and at the end of the day, that really is, is what it's about in, in, in the terms of the, the tech side on, on, in the community. Uh, the other uh, yeah, side. I mean, oh, go ahead. Keep going. No, I was going to say, in, in terms of growing your business, though, that's where it gets to be a little bit more local. Um, and, you know, we, we talk about community. There's different communities. There's the, right. the tech side with other MSPs and, and your peers. But then there's, okay, how do I use this to grow my business? Um, and that's typically getting more involved at the local level, you know, joining your chamber of commerce or finding out, you know, different networking groups that you can go to, um, you know, th- those types of things. Um, even, you know, I, I talked to one of our uh, customers last week on the podcast. And, you know, one of the things that he does is he actually goes out to nonprofit, not for profits, um, not for profits that, that do things that, that are near and dear to his heart. And he goes out to them and helps them, uh, which, nice. you know, he knows that, Hey, it's, it's not the most money, but he feels good because he's doing something for, for, for things that, that he feels are important to him. And then that word of mouth kicks in. Because a lot of people at not-for-profits, they have spouses that work on the commercial side or, you know, something else. Right. And, you know, that, that can help grow your business. So I thought that angle uh, of his on just working with some of the local not-for-profits that, that interest him uh, was a really, really great idea. That's a great, yeah, that's a great idea. Um, and it definitely opens some doors. Uh, and so, you know, I, one thing you said earlier was was great. And I think that's a good point that not a lot of people think about. And that is... You know, being a member of these communities make going to these in-person events so much easier because I mm-hmm. think a lot of us can relate to, you know, going to a network event, not knowing anybody and just kind of sitting in the corner because we're all mm-hmm. kind of introverted by yeah. nature and, and, you know, we don't know how to break the ice with anybody. Whereas if you're a member of these online communities, you can, you know, it's much easier to break the ice and get to know people. And then all of a sudden when you're at these in-person events, and this has happened, you know, in the Facebook groups I'm in and the LinkedIn groups and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, someone will say, hey, who's going to such and such event? And then mm-hmm. a bunch of people will raise their hand and they're like, okay, great. Let's, you know, meet up for, for drinks or something afterwards. And it's, it just makes those events so much more um, meaningful and, and, uh, and, and comfortable because yep. uh, I mean, per- personally, you know, the, the the biggest kind of mindset shifts and, and corners I've turned in my business have all been a result of, you know, of meeting people in person and, mm-hmm. you know, having a one on one or really getting to know someone and then, you know, giving me a gem or hearing someone speak. Um, so so I think, you know, being in the community can help encourage people then to get out and join these these live events. Um, so I think that's a perfect kind of synergy there. Yeah. Uh, and then as far as the um, the marketing side, I mean. You know, I think, uh, talk a little bit about some of the, uh, you know, you said Chamber of Commerce, you said um, uh, volunteer organizations. Are there anything, any any other places? And maybe even you could talk about uh, what your thoughts are on on maybe starting your own kind of event. Um, but as far as like helping your business and, and helping to market your own business. 
Yeah. So first off, I will caution you on starting your own event. Um, <laughs> unless you have some capital to put into it um, or you have a venue and, or, and you have a big list of people that you can invite, um, it's a very, it can be very difficult to, to kind of start your own event. Uh, so, you know, just I, I lay a little caution there to, you know, don't get, don't get too excited about trying to do that. Um, but, you know, every community, every area has so many different groups that, that meet together. Um, you know, I, I, one of your guests, your previous guests, you know, talked about speaking at, at some of these events. Um, you know, that, that's a great way to, uh, to attract customers, you know, become the local right. expert. Um, and, you know, maybe if you go to an event and you speak at it and they like what you said, maybe you'll get invited to a different group because someone else and someone in the audience said, wow, that guy really knows what he's talking about. You know, let's let's have him at, at our next event that we have. So, um, it, it, again, it all goes back to word of mouth because that's right. at the end of the day, that's the most effective marketing. But unless you're out there, unless people know you and see you, word of mouth isn't going to work. Um, so you obviously need to be good with your customers so that they refer you to, to their friends. Um, but, you know, like I said, these, these other things where, you know, you just go out and, and get to meet people um, in your community, um, different community leaders and different things like that, um, you know, is, is a great way. And even Facebook groups, right? Your yep. neighborhood probably has a Facebook group or, right. um, you know, maybe on Nextdoor and those types of things. So there's so many different avenues. And it's, it's not about advertising, right? It's not about, you know, buying ads and all those types of things because at the end of the day, it's just another ad and, and who cares? I don't read them. But if I'm interacting with someone... Maybe I don't even know that they're in the IT services business, but we start interacting because we share a common interest. Right. And then, oh, by the way, what do you do for work? Oh, well, I, I provide IT services to, to small businesses in my area. Oh, really? I have a small business. I would love to, to talk to you about maybe having you come in and manage my IT. Right. Um, so you can really morph into so many different ways. Yeah, and, and again, that's kind of all about the, the initial ice break, right? You do, mm -hmm. With an ad, you, you get right in front of someone <laughs> and saying, hey, you know, buy my stuff. Whereas with with the these community groups and stuff, you get in there, you you show that you're helpful. You might get to know someone around mm -hmm. another topic first, and and then uh, and then it slowly can morph into um, if they're interested, you know, and in, in, into a business relationship. Yep. And you know, one of the other things that uh, that I will mention too, I know you know we're kind of focusing on the the community aspect or you know the local aspect, uh, but when we go back to community. You know, don't be afraid of vendors. Um, Salespeople, I, I understand it. Cold calls, you know, you don't want them. Um, but when you go to these events, if you, you meet some of the engineers at these companies, they're not there to try, try to sell you something. Uh, well, they are, but that, that's not their main goal, right? Their main goal is to impart knowledge on you of, of their technology. And, you know, just because someone works for a vendor does not mean that they're an evil person. Um, and the other thing, the other aspect of it, which I think is, is really interesting is from a marketing perspective is what most software companies called influencer marketing. And that is where you find some of your key users, your key customers, your key technology people that, you know, that, that, that love to talk about you. Um, and they create a program around those people. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, Microsoft MVPs is a great example, right? Most, you know, and if you've ever heard of the Microsoft MVP community, you know, Cisco champions is another example. So there's a lot of these influencer marketing groups. And when you get, if you get involved in one of those because you love the technology that this company is providing, you're passionate about it, um, and you know you get to meet other like-minded individuals, that's another area and another community that you can get involved in. 
And a lot of times these influencer marketing t- um, programs have perks, um, uh, you know, more than just a t-shirt, you know, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe you get to get, go on a trip to, uh, you know, to, to, to go on, to, to have a meeting with all the other, you know, uh, folks that, that are in the same, you know, in that same influencer marketing sphere um, and you share your ideas. You get early access to maybe you get early access to some of the, the product roadmap and those types of things. So, you know, that's why I say, don't be afraid of vendors. Um, we're, we're not here to, 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 you know, put the hard sell on you every time. Right. Um, we want to hear from you. And, um, you know, we, we want you to be part of, a, of, of our community as well. Yeah, I think that's so invaluable because if you're part of a community of a vendor that you use, first of all, you're already using them. So, you know, <laughs> they're, they're not going to sell you too hard if you're already using their thing. But also, you know, even if you're not using them or if you are, it's a great place to really like get from the horse's mouth, you know, what's going on. A lot of times that's a great place to get kind of side channel support. You know, if you're having an yep. issue and you have a question and, and there's engineers in, in the group or whatever, they, they might be able to help you out. Um, and, and, uh, or you want to know what's on like the product roadmap or something. Yep. A lot of times you get access to key people in the company through yep. those communities that you wouldn't otherwise get if you called a support number or something like that. Exactly. That's, that's what I've noticed as well. So, um, what do you, so, you know, we, we see the value of joining these communities. We kind of have a good idea of what's, what different types of communities are. Um, so let's say we, we want to join some of these communities. What, what can we do as community members, um, to, to be a, a good community member? You know, like, <laughs> should we be, um, asking a lot of questions? Should we be answering a lot of questions? Should we, um, be lurking and not doing anything. What are some, <laughs> some uh, ideas of how to get the most out of the community? Yeah, so uh, it, that's a it's it's a great question, and I always advise lurk first uh, because mm. you know it you're you're not going to be able to just jump in there and everyone's going to recognize you and you're you're the instant expert. Um, right. You want to lurk. Um, you want to understand you know wherever it is if it's a Facebook group or a Reddit forum or whatever that you know. What types of things are people talking about? Um, and, you know, get get a kind of understanding of, of how the flow goes, and and you know who the who the key people are that are answering all the time. So every community kind of has its own personality, right? Exactly. And, and there there vi- there's a vibe to it, and you kind of have to yeah. feel it out first. Yeah, yeah and you don't want to just jump in there and and, right. and everybody's like jumps on you because <laughs> you know you did something wrong. You didn't know it because you didn't know the the, the unwritten rules. Uh, so, like I said, lurk first, and you know. Then as you kind of understand how it works and how it's evolving, then start joining in. Um, you know, a lot of times it's questions. If you know the answer, you know, jump in and, and provide an answer or an experience, right? If you have an experience with a particular vendor, whether positive or negative, you know, sh- share that experience um, because that's what other community members are looking for. And as you participate more, you know, most of these things have reputation systems, your reputation will increase, and then you'll start to become, you know, known as one of the experts or key community members that, that people can go to and trust. So it's, it's, not, a, it's not a fast process. It, it, you know, it takes time. Um, don't expect to just jump in and, and have everyone say, oh, you're that guy. Yeah. Um, it's going to take a while. Right. Um, okay, great. Yeah, I think, I think that's great advice. And, you know, one, one of my pet peeves of, of these groups is sometimes you know, um, someone will get in there and they, they have like a, an ancillary product or something that they're, that they're trying to pitch. And so they get in right away and they start, you know, talking up their, their thing and, and people sniff that out right away and and they, they tend to, uh, to, to push those guys out. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think you're right on the money, you know, lurk for a little while and then, and then be as helpful as you can. 
uh, and uh, and then you'll you'll learn a lot just by being helpful. I find I learn a lot because yeah, um, you know, people are more willing to to help me out if I'm being helpful myself. So, um, uh, other than Cloudberry, which we'll get into in a minute, what are some other communities that you like that are in the industry that that are worth joining? Well, like I said, the you know the, the Reddit online community I think is great. You know the sub, the MSP subreddit um, is really good. A lot of great questions, a lot of great answers. People participating in there. Um, you know, we mentioned the Facebook groups. Um, <clears throat> you know, the other thing is, and you may not think of it as community because it's more broadcast, but you know, it is the podcasts. Um, you know, a lot right. of the podcasts, um, you know, like yours, you could, you have interaction. Um, it, when you do the Facebook Live, so you can you can you know participate that way. Um, others are, are kind of like that as well. Some do YouTube, um, YouTube Live, and and stuff. So you know there there are ways to interact in, in terms of of some of these you know broadcast uh, type mechanisms uh, too. And right. you know if you're listening to a podcast, you know usually they're always looking for guests. So if you say, hey, I listen to your podcast, I really like it. Um, you know I'd like to be a guest on it someday. Right. Um, right. Then you can you can start participating, and now guess what? Now that whole listener base now knows who you are, and you can tell them where you hang out, what your you know what your handles are, and the different social media aspects. And it's another way to, to meet and greet people. So you know, don't discount all these different avenues and, and ways to get your name out there. Right, and and yeah, and I've I've seen that firsthand with this podcast. Is there's there's so many indirect ways this podcast has, has benefited you know me and my mm-hmm. business, where just getting your name out there, getting awareness of what you do. Uh, you know, as a fellow, as people who are listening to this, as as someone who who is an IT uh, provider and MSP, if you get on as a guest of a show and you have like an expertise in something, whether it's mm-hmm. you know the security side or uh, the networking side or something, um, you know, there's people who are listening who might you know not be strong in those areas, and they you might be able to form a partnership or something. Mm-hmm. So exactly. there's lots of lots of benefits to just getting yourself out there, and 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 plus it just helps. Tying back to our last podcast episode a few weeks ago, you know, with the public speaking, it helps get your public speaking chops up and uh, mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. So yeah. I definitely agree with all of that. Great. And, great and another another community that um, I've recently become involved with, um, ASCII. You know, they're mm-hmm. they have a, they have a great community. You know, they they really you know they focus on the managed service providers, IT service provider side of the world. Um, they have events. Um, the nice thing about their events is they don't have one necessarily one great big one. They have regional ones. So. You know, there may be one coming to your area where it's a great chance to meet uh, meet others and, and see some presentations from vendors. Exactly. Great. Uh, so I'll, I'll have links to all of this stuff um, that we're mentioning in the show in the show notes. Um, and you can find those at uh, computerbusinessmarketing.com. Uh, so um, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, Cloudberry and what you guys do there and then what, what you in your role of uh, technical marketing and, and being involved in these communities are doing and, and how folks can get involved. Sure. So Cloudberry, in case you haven't heard of us, uh, we provide backup to the cloud. Um, so our managed backup service, that's, we call it MBS for short and internally, but our managed backup service is really geared towards managed service providers. It's a SaaS application. So all you need is a web browser, nothing to install. Um, you go, you define your customers, you deploy the backup agents, it backs up. Um, the nice thing is it backs up to the cloud. So, you know, we talk about backup, getting that data offsite is extremely important. Um, the cloud is a great place to go offsite. Now, the difference with Cloudberry is we don't own a data center. Um, we never store your data. We, al- we just connect you to one of over 30 different cloud storage providers. Uh, so, you know, you can go to Amazon, you can go to Azure, you can go to Google, um, 
you know, you can go to, to Backblaze, you can go to Wasabi, there's, you know, you can do OpenStack um, if you want to host your own infrastructure. So there's a lot of different options um, in terms of, of which cloud storage you go to. And one of the things I talk about is that idea of flexibility is because you're not locked into a single cloud vendor, um, you can offer your customers multiple choice. Um, some may need multi-region, you know, AWS, and that's what they want. Um, others may be more on the budget and, you know, you don't, they don't want to pay. So you can go to a different cloud provider that, that maybe offers a, a, a more a less costly option, so to speak. Um, right. And they may not have as many features, but you know what? Maybe your customer is so budget conscious, conscious that they don't care. Um, but what it's that allows you to right? do, yeah. yeah. But, it, but it allows you to kind of, because you have all these different options, it allows you to play with the margins in terms of you know, what you charge your customer. Uh, because you know, you've got your cost and then you can say, look, I want to make 20%, 30% margin on, on this service. Um, so then you can kind of you know, base your, your pricing and, and, and factor that in. So it, it really does allow you to create a sliding scale of what you offer your customers depending on their budget. Very cool. Yeah, I like that. That flexibility is, is really key because we, you know, especially as you're growing as a business, you, you, know, you start out with customers that uh, might not have the budget uh, to be able to afford some of these more robust solutions. And so you can offer them a very, uh, you know, very affordable solution and then you can grow on the same platform. Mm-hmm. As you grow your business, you don't have to worry about switching or migrating. You can grow and get better, get a better solution and implement it. So I think I, I really appreciate solutions that that have that flexibility built in like that. Um, now about the communities, right? What kind of communities does Cloudberry uh, have going on, and, and how can folks find those? Uh, so you know, I'm 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 fairly new in here. I've, I've only been here since January, so it's it's kind of a, a new process, mm-hmm. um, so to speak, but. Um, you know, I am hosting a podcast, mentioned podcasts earlier, so right. MSP Voice. Um, you can find it on our website um, or, you know, any you know, iTunes and all the different areas where you find podcasts. Um, and the goal of that is not to talk about Cloudberry, but is to talk about, to, is to talk to managed service providers about their business and have them share their knowledge to other managed service providers or someone who is just thinking about maybe getting started in that managed services, IT services uh, business. Um, You know, we've all heard the story of, you know, the IT person who is frustrated because, you know, everybody else, he he knows what to do. He knows, he thinks he can do it better by himself. And he's always waiting to take the jump to just, you know, I'm going to just start doing this myself, go into business for myself and and start to grow a business. Um, That's how so many of these managed service providers get started is they they just get sick of working for somebody else and decide they want to work for themselves. And, um, if they're smart enough and they got the business savvy, um, they can become very successful at doing it. Yeah, it's great to. Um, I love podcasts like that where you can hear from people who are in the trenches, who are doing the stuff that you're doing, and might be a level or two ahead of you. So you can, you know, mm-hmm. hear what they've done, the mistakes they've made, so you can avoid them and <laughs> and all of that stuff. Those those are definitely make the best podcasts. So I, I, I'm looking forward to checking that one out myself, actually. Great. So um, was there anything else uh, you wanted to leave us with as far as communities? Any other thoughts that you had uh, before we head out? Um, no, I don't think so. I, you know, we, we, we covered a lot. Um, you know, if, if anyone's looking for me, I am VM Doug across multiple different communities, whether it's Twitter or Reddit, um, you know, Doug Hazelman on, on LinkedIn, Doug Hazelman on, on Facebook. Um, you know, so from a, from a branding perspective, you know, choose a handle, stick to it. Um, use it. That's what I, that's what I've done with my VM Doug handle. So um, I'm I'm pretty easy to find that way. But uh, you know that's you know just get out there, get involved. Love it. Get out there and get involved. 
sounds good. Um, and, and then where, where can folks find out more about Cloudberry if they're interested? So cloudberrylab.com, so L-A-B's, cloudberrylab.com is, is our domain. Um, and then from there, there's multiple different links. We have a forum um, that you can join and, and, and you know, talk about Cloudberry products or even just ask general questions. Um, you know, I, mentioned, I mentioned the podcast. And then you, know, you can sign up for our managed backup service uh, for a free trial. You get 15 days free, including two gigabytes of, of storage up on Amazon S3 uh, to test the solution out and see if it'll work for you. Awesome. Well, great. Uh, thanks for uh, this great uh, these great tips. Um, I think hopefully this motivates folks to get out there and find some of these communities, participate more. Uh, the, like, like we said, the more you participate, the more you get out of it. Um, so exactly. uh, definitely, definitely seek those out. Uh, great, Doug. Thanks for uh, being a guest today, and uh, let's keep in touch and maybe have you back again in the future. See how. Uh, Things are going uh, with Cloudberry down the road. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Matt. All right. Thanks again for Doug Hazelman for the great interview. Now let's uh, go ahead and give a shout out to our last sponsor, and that is Tech Blog Builder. Tech Blog Blog Builder is the blog writing service for IT businesses. Um, This is a service that I've created that allows you to have expertly crafted blog posts that are engaging, that are SEO friendly and SEO optimized and will convert your visitors into customers. You can have those types of blog posts written for your website blog on a consistent basis. Then you can take those blog posts, turn them in, uh, add them to your newsletter, um, post them on social media. The, that one blog post can do lots of different stuff for your business and will allow you to promote your business and, and provide fresh content for your followers and your customers to continue to provide value for your customers. And, you know, I know not of all of us are writers and not all of us have time to write our own blog posts. So if that's you, then definitely check out Tech Blog Builder. Um, we craft 100% unique SEO optimized and completely customized blog posts written for your business. We, t- we, we keep in mind, you know, what type of business you are, what kind of customers you have, um, what kind of services you provide. And we use all of that to write a blog post that feels like it's coming from your company. Um, we, we also make sure it's SEO optimized around keywords that matter to your business. Uh, and we also include uh, images in the blog post um, to make it visually appealing. We'll also uh, create links to different services on your website. So if someone's reading that blog post, they can click on a link in the post to go to one of your services. Um, we also have a call to action at the end of every blog post to remind people to contact you or to purchase your services or to um, do any number of things. So that is kind of what we do and we keep it consistent. So, you know, you just have a monthly fee you pay and we will continue to deliver those blog posts to you, um, relevant and uh, and very effective posts. So uh, if that sounds like something you'd like, check out what we have to offer at techblogbuilder.com. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Let's keep the conversation going. Uh, Please head on over to computerbusinessmarketing.com. You can sign up for the Computer Business Marketing newsletter there. uh, And you can also uh, leave comments on the show notes page to let us know what you thought about that particular episode. Also, don't forget to join us in the Facebook group. Just go to techsitebuilder.com slash group. And that'll take you to the Facebook group for computer business marketing, where you can uh, get lots of all of your marketing questions answered and participate in a great community. <laughs> Bring it back to the uh, the topic of this uh, this episode. 
Um, and finally, don't forget to uh, leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to this podcast if you enjoy it. We love to hear your feedback and every review you leave for us on those platforms will help us to be found by other podcast listeners. Finally, don't forget to check out our sponsors, techreputation.com and techblogbuilder.com. Thank you again for checking out the Computer Business Marketing Show. My name is Matthew Rodella saying here's to your success. Mm -hmm.